Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and this week's headlines, Russia signs a multi-year supply contract with China, China buys French and US wheat, and Indian wheat prices are on the rise. Another week dominated by a plethora of news headlines and it's becoming increasingly difficult to discern the wheat from the chaff. Excuse the pun. Russia has reportedly signed a 12-year agreement to supply 70 million metric tonnes of grain, legumes and oilseeds to China, which will move west over land. It will not happen immediately, as the normal Chinese protocols, i.e. phytosanitary requirements, need to be agreed, but it's further evidence of a change in trade flows going forward. There is an increasing reliance on Russia to fulfil the needs of China, the Middle East and Africa. A lot will depend on how the war pans out, and heaven forbid Russia ever has a crop failure. There was confirmation that China bought US wheat in last week's weekly sales report, which was followed by another flash sale this week, which requires any sales in excess of 100k to be reported. Reports that China bought 2 million tonnes of French wheat for the December to March position has been disputed by some, but recent strengths on the Mati futures market would appear to lend credence to the rumours. Chinese wheat imports are now 55% above a year ago. Morocco is also said to be negotiating to buy French wheat. For a country at war, it's remarkable how regular updates continue to flow from Ukraine regarding production and area forecasts, maize harvest progress, winter wheat planting pace, exports over land and by sea, including how many vessels are entering and leaving via the new humanitarian corridor. Ukraine has also reported that the export capacity via the Black Sea and Danube ports have been cut by 40% due to damage inflicted by Russian missile attacks. There was also a report that Ukrainian farmers were burning wheat to dry down their maize as it was cheaper than using gas, oil and wood pellets. There are unconfirmed reports that Ukraine had stopped loading grain vessels since Monday, October the 9th, due to fiscal issues, contrary to the reports of vessels continuing to sail via the corridor. Vessel trackers suggested that there was some movement of anchored vessels, but local operators said that they were experiencing problems. Precisely what the fiscal issues are is not clear, but they are said to be under investigation. Reports of a large sale of Ukrainian maize to China are now being scaled back, with no sign of any vessels arriving to execute the business via the new corridor to date. Lots of smoke and mirrors. India was also back in the headlines, with domestic prices rising once again. The Indian government have raised their minimum price by 7% in an attempt to encourage their farmers to grow more wheat. Their need to import is not off the table, which would necessitate them removing their import tariff. Managed money remains heavily short of wheat and maize and any attempt to cover it would support prices against a backdrop of limited farmer selling. Talk of lack of demand remains the theme for the bears, but recent purchases by Algeria, Egypt and China, amongst others, and record volumes of wheat and maize being pumped out of Russia and Brazil respectively implies it must be going somewhere. The issue is that consumers have got comfortable buying hand-to-mouth, which leaves them largely uncovered forward. Weather is not ideal in the Southern Hemisphere and the macro environment now has the added element of tensions in the Middle East to contend with as well as the ongoing Russia-Ukraine conflict. 
On to malting barley. This week's headlines, prices are coming under pressure, forward malt demand is slow and weaker beer sales. Again this week, there has been no demand from the UK maltster or export trade. Prices have surprisingly held up, but have drifted off slightly purely down to lack of activity. We think maltsters are covered pre-Christmas now, especially as they had higher stocks coming out of harvest 2022. The relatively high malting barley premium is helping to retain as much barley as possible for malting use. There could still be quality challenges to come, which will need managing as this year's weathered crop is delivered. There has been slight interest in harvest 2024, especially the October to December position, as maltsters look to take some cover forward. Global malt demand continues to be uncertain, and the debate on how widespread the slowdown is remains. Reports suggest that the continental maltster and brewers are seeing more of a reduction than the UK at this time, but is this a sign of things to come? The UK distilling trade remains good, which helps to support the UK malting production. Brewing malt demand is down by 3% in 2023 so far, which has meant that global brewers have been slow to come to the market. There was some hope that over the summer beer sales would improve, but this didn't happen and actually turned out to be very disappointing. Global malt capacity has also increased at the same time as the declining beer market, which means there is more malt available. Reports suggest that global malting utilisation is running at about 90%, so a rebound in beer sales is required. Realistically, this will take time, but hopefully a recovery will happen before summer 2024. From a malting barley pricing perspective, there are several factors which could drive change. The forward malt demand picture improves, which will drive extra barley demand in the early part of 2024. Combining this with the quality of the barley still to be delivered being worse than expected, especially in northern Europe, which will reduce the supply side. We also still don't know the outcome of the Australian and Argentina crops, which could change the global supply and demand picture. And this week's oilseed rape headlines, rapeseed has bounced, soybean reached a three-week high and Brent crude surged 7.5% last week. Matif rapeseed has bounced from the recent lows with support from soybeans and crude oil. Chicago soybeans have been trading at a three-week high on concerns over planting delays in Brazil and strong demand from US oilseed processors. After starting this season at a record rate, Ag Rural have reported high temperatures and irregular rainfall to have slowed Brazil's plantings and they're now behind this time last year. Traders are closely monitoring the weather and planting progress as they fear the delays may reduce the potential for a record crop. Also supporting the market, earlier this week, National Oilseed Processors Association, NOPA, reported that the US soybean crush last month jumped to the highest ever level for September. And despite this, end-of-month soy oil stocks were the lowest in nearly nine years, which sent both soybeans and soy oil sharply higher. However, harvest pressure in the US continues to cap prices, with the latest progress report putting the crop at two-thirds harvested and condition ratings have also improved slightly. Crude oil remains volatile, with traders cautious of the tensions in the Middle East escalating and disrupting supply. Brent crude surged 7.5% last week, which has supported markets as it makes oilseeds a more attractive option for biofuel feedstock.
Finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator starting with feed wheat for November at 178 and May 188. Feed barley for November 153, May 163. And oilseed rate for November at 345 to 350, May 363 to 368. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.